Hey everyone, it's time again to crack open a cold one and talk real estate with Mike Ferrante from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team, based in Cleveland, Ohio. We are chatting about all things real estate, from agent training, real estate investing, buyer and seller tips, and more. It's free beer and real estate. Hey, what's up everybody? Uh, today we're going to talk about step two in our simple business plan and today is all about the numbers. We're going to get into the actual numbers of the business plan. How many phone calls do you have to make? How many conversations do you have to have? That's what we boil it down to. We know that you've talked to a certain number of people, you're going to have certain results. And that's what we're going to do today. So let's do introductions. I'm Mike Ferrante with Century 21 Homestar, 21 Mike Team. I run a team called the 21 Mike Team here in Ohio. We cover from Columbus up to Cleveland and everything in between. And uh, you can reach me at mike at 21mike.com. By the way, I'll mention this now. If you want the little spreadsheet that we created to help uh, create this little business plan we're going to talk about today, just email me. I'm happy to send it to you. It's really simple and it's a great way to kind of set a goal for the number of conversations you're going to have per year, per month, per week. And then of course, next week, Tony Geraci, broker owner of Homestar is going to talk about sources of business, marketing, how to have those conversations. And then week four, how to create a plan, an actual calendar a time block. And that's going to be week four. Uh, Tony graciously joins us every week. He is a busy guy running over 500 agents here in Ohio, really just focused on helping us grow our business. Uh, but Tony dedicates his time to that, not to selling anymore. Tony doesn't sell. He just uh, runs the brokerage and helps us solve problems, train us. And Tony Geraci, you can reach him on his cell phone. Text is a great way to reach Tony, 216-374-1269. Thanks for being here again, Tony. We do appreciate it. Well, always thank you for the invitation. And sorry, for some reason, my video is not working. I need to update my uh, Zoom. Oh, gotcha. Well, <laughs> your headshot. To, I didn't want to hit the update in the middle of the, the start of this. Probably <laughs> a good idea, but your headshot is beautiful. You've got a great smile. So we'll look at that. All right, thank you. Okay, so again, just to kind of recap, week one was big picture goals. What is your why? Did you guys do a budget? Hopefully you have a household budget and hopefully you have a budget for your business. Once you know how much money you need to pay the bills, that makes these goal numbers for your business a lot more real. And what we're gonna do today is get down to the numbers and we're gonna boil it down to one thing. How many people do you have to talk to every week to hit those monetary goals, the number of transaction goals? And that's truly as it's truly as simple as that, guys. Think about your business right now. The people that you're talking to, are, is it just happenstance? Do you just wait for the phone to ring or do you wait for a referral to come in? And when you really are honest with yourselves, how many conversations per week are you having with people about real estate? And are you doing it in an organized, dedicated fashion where you say, I'm going to sit down for an hour right now on this day, this day, and this day and make phone calls to talk to people about real estate. And again, this principle applies to any business. I don't care what you're selling, cars, uh, whatever business you're in, whether it's cars, real estate, um, 
selling vacuum cleaners door to door. You know, if you knock on a certain number of doors, you're going to have a certain number of conversations. Those same principles apply to real estate. So again, if you want this spreadsheet, hit me up at mike at 21mike.com and I'm happy to send it to you. So Tony, this is it. Um, I'm not going to pull a spreadsheet up and show it on the screen today. I'm just going to talk about it. And people, uh, agents, take notes, follow along and write down your numbers. You can tweak this and massage it and create your goals for the year. Uh, this is a really simple plan, but what I hope you guys did is you thought about a goal in dollars. How much money do you want or need to make to accomplish that why that we talked about last week in week one of four of, of, this, of this training? And I want you to take that number. And today, just for illustration purposes, I'm going to use $60,000. Now, some of my friends out in California are like, geez, that's one sale for me. Uh, but here in Northeast Ohio, our average sale price, Tony, it's still around $200,000, right? Yep, that's right on the nose. Yep. So for us, if our income goal is, say, $60,000, the next number that you have to figure out is what your average commission is. Okay, and for our illustration today, we're going to say it's 200,000 with an average commission of we're just going to call it 5,000 for easy math. So, but take your numbers, guys, if your goal is 10,000 or 250,000, it doesn't matter. This formula works for everybody. So take your total dollar commission goal, divide it by your average commission per sale. And again, if you need to go back and do this, hopefully you guys know these numbers. Uh, but in the example we're using, it's 60,000 divided by 5,000. That's 12 transactions. Hopefully that makes sense. And then you're going to divide it into buyers and sellers. How many buyer transactions are you shooting for and how many seller transactions? For our purposes today, we're going to just say it's 50-50. Agents should have sort of a balanced business. Hopefully you're getting some sellers, getting some buyers, and your listings create buyer leads for you. And your buyers create new listings because sometimes they have a home to sell, but it's really as simple as that. I know, Tony, we do this every year and we help agents come up with a plan. Uh, and this is the process we go through every year. So in this example, it's six and six. Now, the next step is to say, okay, if I need six buyers, I need to have more than six buyers in my stable of buyers, right? Because not every single person is going to transact with me. Some people are going to give up. Some people may decide not to move or their plans may change. So a good number I like to use is take that number and multiply it times three. And so you need to connect with 18 buyers throughout the year. And with listings, it's the same thing. Does every listing appointment you go on turn into a deal? Of course not. Some listings we don't get and not at any of our fault. Maybe just they have a better connection with someone else. So a good number to use is I say, if you need six listing transactions, just double it. Just say, okay, I need to meet 12 sellers then. And in this example I just gave, it's 18 plus 12. That's 30 appointments we need for the, for the year. So Tony, I threw a lot of numbers at people. Did that make sense? Do you think I should go over any of it? Uh, or do you have anything to add? No, that makes exactly sense. Most agents just, they just think that they don't want to they don't even think numbers. They just like I'm trying to find as many as I can. But if you just go with that, you you get less. Honestly, if you put a number on it and of appointments and exactly what you're doing, you'll hit those numbers better than thinking that you're going to get more than that. Like I'm just want as many as possible. You're gonna you, if you have to have a number to hit. You can't say just as many. 
That's a great point, Tony. Uh, and I know I used to have that mentality. The first several years in my business, I didn't set a goal and I was just trying to get as many as I could. Guys, it's so powerful to have a number in front of you, to have that goal to shoot for, because the power comes as we get down to the bottom of the of the virtual spreadsheet that we're going through in our minds. And that's the number of conversations per week. So how do we get to that number? All right, we just said that we're trying to get six buyers and six sellers. And if I wanna close six buyers, I need to meet, have appointments with 18 buyers. And if I wanna close six sellers, I need to meet 12 sellers. So that's 18 plus 12. I need 30 appointments for the year. Well, how many people do I have to talk to to get 30 appointments? Now your numbers will vary, okay? And it's great if you're logging your numbers and you can say, well, Mike, I know exactly how many people I talked to last year and how many deals I had. But the truth is most agents don't track these, these numbers. The average agent, it's about 30 conversations to one transaction. So that means if you want 30 transactions, you need to have 900 conversations throughout the year. And you divide that by, say, 50 weeks. Let me just do the math here real quick. That means you have to have 18 conversations per week divided by, let's just say, six days. That's three conversations per day. So that is literally how we come up with a business plan. How am I going to have three real estate conversations per day? Now you might say, well, geez, Mike, that's three phone calls. No, it isn't because every person you call is not going to pick up the phone. You're going to get voicemails. You're going to get, if you're cold calling, you're going to get people that hang up on you. Those don't count. You have to have three legitimate conversations per day in this example. And by the way, guys, if you're cold calling, that number of conversations per transaction goes up. If you're cold calling, it might be as high as 50 to one. Now, if you're largely sphere, it could be a little lower, but I encourage you to use at least a number of 30. So number of appointments times the number of conversations to get one appointment. And that's how you come up with the number of conversations that you have to have per year. Uh, in our example here, it's around three per day. Can you, can you have three conversations per day? Tony, I know that you have uh, probably a lot more than three per day. Of course, you're not prospecting for buyers and sellers. You're talking to agents, uh, but you have systems in place where you have a certain number of conversations every week, right? Yeah. If I look at my calendar, I mean, definitely there's yeah, three a day. That's, that's a real slow day. I get, I get, I get a little bummed out on myself. If I see just three appointments on my calendar for the day, but uh, I fill up my calendar. That's how I, I do it. I plan ahead. So a lot of times uh, agents, like, like you're saying, don't uh, hit those, see those numbers, or they try to just do them throughout a day. So they don't plan ahead. They, I'll, I'll talk to anybody who calls me today. I'm like, no, you have to schedule those say, okay, I'll call you tomorrow or next week because it, you're, it's, it's an appointment, not a, just a, you're, these quality conversations should be like an appointment. Like you're going to be answering questions and diving in deep to their needs and wants. This is not just a, a oh, I got you on the phone type thing. So that's one other thing I, I, I like to add is that when you're making your prospecting calls, you, you, in my opinion, one of my ways is just, you, that's to set the appointment to have the the actual conversation, not at that time, because then you won't get all your contacts in, you know? So if you want to call 20 people in a day, but you get a hold of 10, that's great. You got a hold of 10, but then you're not going to get to the other 10 if you have a half hour conversation with each one of those. So you just say, hey, I'm just calling you. To, I want to book a time that's convenient for you because 
that we could really, uh, you know, concentrate on on a deep conversation. If that if that makes sense, and if you agree, Mike, for sure, for sure. And um, I wanted to dig in a little bit. I know agents are going to listen to this and say, "Well, you know, if I call a friend of mine and you know we talk about you know A or B, you know, does that count as a conversation?" Look, guys, don't get bogged down on what counts or doesn't count. The bottom line is that what I'm trying to do is trying to get you guys in a mindset of outbound conversations instead of waiting for the phone to ring. Look, if you're sitting at home and you have no appointments and the phone rings and one of your friends says, hey, I'm thinking about selling this year, is that a conversation? Well, of course it is. But guys, so many agents, that's the passive approach to their business model. And that's why they don't grow their business. That's why they have the same results year after year with a slight variation based on how lucky they got, based on you know how many re- referrals they may have gotten. But if you proactively go out and try to create real estate conversations, that's how you grow your business. So I would argue that an open house where you sit there for two hours and yeah, maybe 10 people come through the door, not all 10 of those are going to be meaningful real estate conversations. But let's say two people walk through the door that don't have an agent who are actively looking to buy and you connect with them on a deeper level and maybe get, you know, collect them as a buyer lead where you've actually had a conversation, talk about what they want, why this home maybe isn't a good fit for them, but you're going to have an appointment with them tomorrow to talk about helping them with their home search. That's a conversation. And bam, you also set an appointment at the same time. Using, going a little deeper on that, I would challenge you guys on your open houses to not just have goals of, you know, talking to X number of people, but set appointments, actually set appointments at your open house. It's not just about talking to people. Well, great. I had 10 people through my open house. My first question is going to be great. How many appointments did you set? Um, So Tony, I know you're going to get into sources of business in week three, but I'm just using that as an example. It doesn't all have to be cold calling. It doesn't have to all be calling your sphere. It can be things like open house, door knocking, all these things, but you have to have it on your calendar or it's not going to happen. You know, it's that passive versus proactive way of getting business and growing your your business. Tony, I'm sure you've got 10 things you want to say. So I'm going to open the floor to you for a second. Yeah, I'm trying to keep my, you know, keep uh, all my thoughts for the next few weeks. Because <laughs> exactly what I said, sometimes I'm like that way. I'm like, I want to talk about everything in one one Zoom, but I want to keep it. So yeah, no, I've got lots of thoughts, but I'm going to keep uh, everybody hanging on the edge of their seats for the next few weeks. <laughs> yeah. This podcast is brought to you by Mike Ferrante from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team real estate agents serving all of Ohio. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or you're an agent looking to partner with the number two team for Century 21 in the entire U.S., contact Mike via email at mike at 21mike.com. Well, so again, just to reiterate what we have coming up to complete the kind of business plan idea, uh, again, start with the big picture goal, which is what we did last week. What is your why? And what is that, what is that goal? Like what's your budget? What is, how much do you have to save for your kid's college to pay off your credit cards, to buy that new car, to go on vacation, come up with that dollar figure. And then using the, the, the method that we talked about today, where you divide that dollar figure by your average commission, that'll tell you how many transactions you need to do to hit that goal. 
and then divide that number of transactions into buyers and sellers. And for each agent, it's different. Maybe 50-50 isn't your thing. Maybe you work mostly buyers. Maybe it's eight buyers and, and two sellers if your goal is 10. Our example today, we used uh, we used uh, 12 transactions, 12 transactions, six and six. And then from there, figure out how many appointments you need to set. Because again, it's not going to, every buyer you meet is not going to buy a house, right? That's why we multiply that number of buyers times three. And every seller you meet is not going to transact business with you. And that's why we double that number. And then once you have that number of appointments you need, multiply that. If you don't have a number, use 30. That's a great place to start. And today's and in today's example, that goes that extrapolates down to three conversations per day. Ask yourself, how many conversations are you currently having each day? Like real real estate conversations. Not I bumped into someone at the grocery store and they asked me for my card. That's not a conversation. Now, if you if they ask you for a card and then you say, Great, let's set up a meeting later tonight. Let's grab coffee. Let's meet tomorrow and go look at that house that you drove past on the way to the grocery store. And then you have an appointment. That's a conversation. A conversation is something substantial. Okay. Now, not every conversation leads to an appointment either. That's why we have to have so many conversations, but that's the general gist of it, guys. Again, if you want my spreadsheet, just hit me up, Mike at 21 Mike. Yeah. One other thing I'll add is that, and uh, my opinion of conversations is finding out their needs and wants. Sometimes I feel like if you, well, I talked to so many people, I told them I'm in real estate. That's it. I go, okay, well, where do they live? Uh, I don't know where they live. Do they own or rent now? I'm not too sure. Uh, when are they thinking about buying or selling in the future? I don't know. I didn't ask that question. So I think if you start having those enough, it could be a, a two minute conversation or a 30 minute conversation. But if you find out where they live, how long they live there, when when do they think someone there's everybody's going to move someday. Uh, and, uh, and, I, and I have my bad joke. I would say if they, some people say, well, I'm, I'm never leaving this house. I go, well, you know, how good's your health? So, <laughs> so that's the joke. So that's the bad joke, but yes, uh, just finding out that is that it could be a two minute conversation. That's a good conversation to me because you know, when to follow up and, uh, uh, more often or when you should really pick up the pace because they said they're, you know, two years ago, they said they're, they're thinking about retiring two years from then, which is now, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And Tony, these, these conversations, not every conversation you have is going to lead to an appointment. And that's why the follow-up is so important. And that's why we talk, you know, all the time about a CRM, a, a client relationship manager, be organized in some kind of way, because if I'm talking to Tony today and he tells me, yeah, we'll probably be moving in two years, when's the next time I call Tony? Is it in two years? Of course not. If I'm not staying in touch with Tony, guess what? His plans change and he decides to sell next year. And when I call him in two years, I missed it. I missed that, that window. Uh, and in the meantime, over the course of that two years, while I'm staying in touch with Tony, maybe four times a year, I have opportunities to ask for, for business. Tony, how can I help you? That's what we always love our scripts that start with what can I give you first because we should come from a place of giving and then the re the reciprocal is usually the is usually true. Tony, who else do you know that might benefit from the kind of information and guidance and education that I've given you? Who do you know? Who else do you know 
who's getting ready to downsize like you are. Because guess what? If Tony is at an age where he's thinking of downsizing, the people he hangs around with are probably in a similar position, right, Tony? I mean, we we live this life where as younger men, we went to everybody's graduation parties, then it was weddings, then it was uh, their kids, uh, you know, what do they call it? The uh, engagement parties and christenings and all that stuff. And now we're getting to the point where we're going to our friends' kids' graduation parties and weddings. So the people they hang around with are in similar places in their in their lives. So it's important to continue having those conversations with them. And also there's certain automated things, not just like when you mentioned keeping in touch with them maybe four times a year, but if someone's, I, I suggest you, the automatic emails and the searches you do for buyers on the MLS, you can use for sellers. So if someone's saying, I'm looking to sell within the next two years, hey, do you mind if I start sending information of what properties are in your area coming on the market and selling and going pending? So you could see what, what's happening in your market over the, you know, between now and then. So you could, you know, get a better idea what your house is worth. And then you put them on an auto search. Uh, I know that would work for me. If I was a client, I want to know what's, I don't want to wait all the way up until the day I decide to sell to find out, okay, what's my house worth now? I could see what's been happening over the last two years in values. It's kind of like looking at your retirement plan or your savings account. You, you want to see where, you know, what what's happened, what's, what's been happening in the market. Yep. That's a great point, Tony. One thing to add on to that. I know that a lot of agents are going to listen to this and say, but Mike, I'm not good on the phone. I don't like cold calling, all that kind of stuff. Those are, first of all, those are the stories that you're telling yourself. You certainly can sit down and dial the phone for an hour a day, especially if you knew that it was going to lead to one transaction a month. I mean, if you knew you could make $5,000 average commission every month, if you just dialed the phone for an hour a day, would you do it? I would say yes. I mean, for, for most agents, if they did that five days a week, they'll generate one deal every week. I've done the numbers. I know that it's true. But secondly, you're going to say to me, but Mike, I'm active on social media. I do mailers. I do this. I do that. Yes, those are all great. And we're going to go over those sources of business next week. Those will result in the phone ringing back to you. Uh, Tony, I saw your post in social media. I, I got your email about such and such. And then they call you. That's great. But the problem is that's passive. And if you want to grow your business, you have to be more proactive about creating the conversations every week, every day. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it there. Just to recap, next week, we're going to talk about sources of business uh, with Tony. We're going to business, sources of business and marketing channels. And then the week after that, the implementation of the plan, how to organize your calendar, how to time block and actually make this number of conversations happen. So guys, I know this was big picture stuff, lots of numbers. Again, if you want that spreadsheet from me, just hit me up, Mike at 21mike.com. And then Tony's here. Uh, even if you're not with Homestar, Tony loves to talk real estate, coach and guide agents. You can hit him up 216-374-1269. Uh, please consider subscribing to our YouTube channel. And if you have any thoughts on how you do your business plan, please throw them in the comments below. I'd, I'd love to hear your ideas. Tony, any, any last minute thoughts as we wrap up? No, great stuff. Thanks for joining us, everyone. All right, guys, have a great rest of your week. We hope you enjoyed free beer and real estate from Century 21 Homestar and the 21 Mike team. Please subscribe to our podcast and find us on YouTube by searching for Mike Ferrante, Cleveland Realtor. 
you will find videos, training, and even recipes from 21 Mike's Vegan Kitchen.